Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the new series of the First Down Snapcast. I'm your host, Richard Butler. I'm joined by our fellow analysts, Ian Davis, Charles Clawson and Stuart Horsfall. How are you all doing tonight, guys? Hey, well, thank you, Richard. Good to be back. Great. Good, thanks, Richard. Good. Stuart, are you good? As well as DIY. He's got technical issues, yeah. I think. Yeah, I'm, I'm still here. I've, I've got technical issues, but I'm still good. So what I thought we'd do tonight, we'd um, bit of a throwback and just recap 2020 season, our thoughts and where it went. Obviously, I know we all have various various comments on how the season went, different areas. I know Ian started with much of optimism, and then after about five weeks, it ended. About two weeks. <laughs> no, they did well for about five weeks. No, no, no not that long. <laughs> that Atlanta Falcons game where they came back at the end, that was the highlight, and then it was downhill. Yeah. Right from there. Oh, and didn't we enjoy Yeah. It did. It did start though, because I think cause you, I think you'll be first to admit. In I think beginning of the season, you were quietly confident, weren't you, that it was going to be Dallas's year? Yeah, I was. I was trying not to get excited about it because you know what Dallas fans are renowned for saying, "Yeah, this year it's going to be." I am thinking, don't don't think that, don't think that. And I did right not to think it. <laughs> then, then, then it was just quietly quiet after that. Yes. No, he, he, had, he had the odd. Um, Trading with Vikings fans on the Facebook group of who was gonna yes. do good each week. No, I think it got to be who was going to do the worst out of the Vikings <laughs> or the Cowboys. That was the uh, 
discussion yeah. after a bit. It turns out that actually, I mean, when you look at it, we were bad, but we weren't as bad as I thought we were going to be in the end. With the... Yeah. And to say you were relying on a run game and you're on a very highly paid quarterback just passing it off to a running back is his main player. <clears throat> well, that, I mean, that that's, that's not, I mean, that, that's a, doing Jefferson's record a little bit of a well, disservice. I won't, I won't but, get into that. <laughs> but I, I do think, I do think Kirk's marginally overpaid. <laughs> marginally, yeah. <laughs> marginally overpaid. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and I only say that in comparison to what other quarterbacks are getting paid and what his production is. Um, I, yeah. But I just think that when you're paying a quarterback that much, it it kind of hampers your roster in other areas, especially with the cap now being reduced. I think I think it, it spells trouble for a lot of teams that are carrying quarterbacks on those kind of salaries. Yeah, I think you touched on it there, Stuart. That one of the highlights of the Vikings season was the rookie Justin Jefferson breaking records. It seemed left, right, and centre. Yeah, I mean. Our offence actually wasn't too terrible. Um, you know, Dalvin Cook was still, I think, second rusher, second highest rusher in the year. And obviously you've got Jefferson breaking Randy Moss's record. So it, it wasn't actually terrible, but our defence was just a soggy paper towel. It was terrible. Um, and a lot of that came from the fact that we couldn't get any pressure up front at all. You know, you're missing players like Hunter and obviously Pierce opted out for the season. Well, that's your best nose tackle and your best edge rusher out. And the people that came in just weren't. They just weren't at the races. They're just not the same kind of calibre. And if you can't get pressure on the quarterback, you're just giving them all, all day to uh, to throw. And I, we have a really young secondary, which I think has got a lot of potential, but I, I just think that we've given far too much to do this season. Because... How many? How long did Yannick stay at the camp from when he arrived from Jacksonville? He, were, he didn't seem to be there two minutes before he was off to Baltimore. I think it was six games, but it, it was up until like week fourteen. He was still our highest. Uh, he still had the highest number of sacks in the Vikings, and he hadn't been there for five weeks. <laughs> so that kind of just tells you the complete and utter mess that we were in. Um, but you know, new season brings new optimism, doesn't it? So I think. The, the the issue of the Vikings have got they had a very in Charles's team in Green Bay a bit of a re- rejuvenated Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay team looked pretty much immense up until the playoffs. I think they always looked they started off the season like they ended last season where they were they were they looked better than they actually were, but I think they um, sort of worked their way into it as the season progressed, and I mean going right. Right the way up to the uh, game against Tampa, I think uh, you know it was anybody's game that, and uh, really I, I thought they were fifty-fifty to go through to the final. So, I mean, uh, to, to be honest, Charles, I I actually thought Green Bay were a lot worse than they were in previous years, and I think a lot of teams are. I think the the lack of crowds in the stadiums has kind of taken a, an element of intensity off the games, and I don't think. I don't think the, the 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 Super Bowl was the first really where I really saw the books perform well to that to that kind of elite level because they, they just had a little bit more intensity about them and I don't think even when the Chiefs were winning all the games all year I, I, you know they were good and they were efficient but 
I, there would just seems to be something missing in quite a lot of teams this year. I think the the missing of the fans is was definitely noticed in any, in all the divisional games because there was just no rivalry there. There was a few games what allowed so many fans in, but it was very sparse between them. Dallas, I yeah. think, allowed a few into some games, but Dallas, no, not much. Dallas quite often had about ten thousand, but when it's hundred thousand stadium, you know, yeah, and and Dallas isn't big parties. It's not like the Saints or the Chiefs or a place like that anyway, where yeah, the, the crowd are really behind you. So yeah, I mean, I, I mean, as you know, me and Charles have been to New Orleans a couple of times to see the Saints, and and that's I think that's the most we've seen a, a partisan crowd for the games we've been to in America. And th- I think that will have hit the Saints this year as well. But I mean, it, it probably gives the players probably an extra three, four, five percent, maybe. I bet in Orleans it gives more than that. It's absolutely intense. Yeah, it's because it's, yeah. yeah. it's enclosed. It can be that way when it's against them as well. Because I mean, one of the games we were, I think it was the Panthers game. They, they were just throw, they were throwing seats just because they were losing near the end. They were throwing everything onto the pitch, weren't they, Charles? Can you remember yeah. that? Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. So it... prime example of like where fans were missing in playoffs when Seattle were at home against LA, against the Rams. Can, if Seattle had that for the, their extra supporter there, it might give <laughs> some confidence to put a bit of pressure on Rams. But the home mm. games just yeah. were non-existent anymore. Yeah. What um, what. What's what was everybody's kind of highlight then from the season? Um, I I I, 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 I won't lie. I was I enjoyed watching the Bills play. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I enjoyed and, I, and I think it'll be the same next season as well with a couple more additions. I I really enjoyed watching the Browns play. Well, yeah, they were good. I tell you what, Stefanski needs to get a medal for what he's done with them, with them lot, which is great on me a little bit, obviously, because he was ROC, but he's done a, a great job. To the amount of coaches that have gone in there, head coaches that have gone in there and not been able to get them into a winning formula, and he's and he's, I think he's done a really good job in, obviously, getting them pointing in the right direction, and that that makes that division interesting for me. Yeah. And that was without one of the star players. Yeah. Whether that whether that ultimately made a difference or not, we'll see this season. But um, you would argue that it's a that's a big player to lose for a, most of the season. Well, there's there's mumberings, isn't it? That he's he's potentially getting traded again. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah I'd, I'd, I'd heard something along those lines. But I mean, he's a he's a potentially a star player. Whether he comes mm. back. In- Another, they've, they've, got, they've got a good running game though, aren't they, in Cleveland with Kareem and Chubb? Tandem, yeah. tandem running game. Well, he's, he's. I mean, Stefanski's obviously modelled the scheme very much to the scheme that he had as running in, in Minnesota, which is based around getting the, the run first, which is kind of a run first and then build the play action off of, off of that. Um, but he does a lot more misdirection than, than we ever did in, in Vikings. And that the kind of thing where you saw Landry throwing a touchdown to Beckham, we would never, ever, ever see that kind of thing. In there's no way that Zimmer would ever allow any kind of fun to be had on a football field. You mentioned Kareem Hunt, and was it surprised to see him back after the problems he went through at Kansas City? No, he was always going to get another chance, and Cleveland took that took the chance because I think they hardly paid him any money last year in 2019 to secure him. 
And I think he played again not much last year. I think it's this year they'll pay him a little bit more. But I think it was a, a no-risk gamble for him, really. Because the, the drafted Chubb as a rookie, they knew roughly what they were going to get, but they weren't for sure. Yeah, and it was immense when he, at the time, it all fell apart at the Chiefs. And he just seems to be getting back into that sort of way of life now. Yeah, he's, he's settled down nicely as well, which is good. Exciting player to watch. Um, I'm going to bring up a topic here because I know it, it does gripe on a lot of people. So, the rookie awards at the end of the season. Now, oh, you're going to set Stuart off now. I know, but I, I think I don't think that Stuart's not the only one though, because I understand seems to be a leniency in awards that the quarterback always gets it. Yeah, I agree with that now. Player for me, not the rookie ones. Player of the MVP. Yeah, it's quarterback. Whatever happens nowadays, it's quarterback. And yeah, it's. But in the, I, I don't. I just don't get it. Same with Super Bowl. No. There was several people in that Tampa team who deserved the MVP in the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. Gronkowski was one. Fournette yeah. put a good case for it. But mm. he, he, like, it is quarterback driven. Yeah, and Dev, for the, Devin White for me all day long. Yeah, in the Super Bowl, <laughs> I thought it was absolutely immense. As a as a linebacker, especially the speed in which he covers the field, I just thought it was unreal. I thought it was the game changer for him, and also the fact that Rogers, whilst he's, he, I mean, I, I think just what you say, Stuart, I think he had a, a good season. We didn't have a brilliant season, no. But I mean, as with quarterbacks, stats can can paper over quite a lot a lot of the cracks, and and that's one of the things. Like if you know, you look at Kirk Cousins, but if you look at his stats, he looks like a top five quarterback, but. Yeah, that's not. Sometimes it's, you've got to look past the stats for me. Um, you know, the only the only really award that really griped on me was the Rookie of the Year because, and I'm not taking anything away from Herbert because I thought he had a fantastic year, but he's broken a record that was held by Baker Mayfield. So it's it's only stood for what two years. Yeah, you know, Justin Jefferson. Missed the first game of the season, didn't play on the first game of the season, and beat Randy Moss's receiving record, which has stood for what twenty odd years. Yeah, yeah. So that that for me is what what makes it. It's and then it's not taken away from Herbert, and and if they hadn't been on, you know, if Jefferson hadn't have done what he did, then I would be yeah, it's a Herbert. But for me, the longevity of the record says. What is achieved? Back to quarterbacks again. And it's back to quarterbacks yeah. again. And and I, don't get me wrong, there is argument saying it's the you know it's the obviously the most important position in, in a team and, and stuff like that. And I get that, but you know, I dare I just wind start winding Ian up by mentioning something about quarterbacks at the moment, and then I'll let him speak. <laughs> but Jack Prescott's a good case in point. You know, I like him. I think there's a, there's a lot of potential in him that he's perhaps not shown at the moment and yet he's his figures for before he got injured right this world i dread to think yeah but how would have attained by the end of the season again this is stewart's argument the reason his figures were good when he went was because we were playing so badly and so for the second half of the games he was having to throw long bombs constantly mm. which some of them were coming off and he was he was having a decent season i'm not saying he was he was having a poor season he wasn't at all but the figures were skewed because of how yeah. badly the he team was put was into that position. But he had to go but, gun hook. He, yeah. he, he couldn't like yeah. do the run game because of how far behind they were. 
It's but the, the funny thing example, is the prime example that plays to that that fact Ian is is in looking at how badly a season Zeke had. Yeah, because he was never used because they no, never got into a position where they, no, yeah, because they couldn't manage the game, ball. and he's been getting slaughtered for it. But it, yeah, he didn't have a great season. But the fact was, we weren't giving him the ball because we were yeah. behind and we having to throw it. But the, yeah. the funny thing about Prescott getting injured was, it's the one time I think your contract talks have been strengthened by being injured because he got injured in that game, and I think I rang Chelsea straight away and I said, "That's his big contract down the pan. He's gone," and yet. Other people came in, couldn't do anything. And you sort of thought, hang on a minute, how well's Prescott played behind that crap offensive line? Yeah. And so and, and so from you thinking he'll be out at the end of the season, it actually made his case stronger. Because it showed uh, what he'd been doing that people hadn't thought about. Yeah, I think I think if um if the Cowboys would have had a slightly more mobile quarterback, they might have done slightly better this year because with that all line, you need somebody who's just going to kind of move around a bit, and that's where Dak's players were coming from. Is the fact that he was extending the players because he's got the legs yeah. to. Him. Yeah. And if you'd have had, uh, if you'd have had a, a backup quarterback, and no offense to Dalton, but he ain't, he ain't going to start moving no, he, around in the pocket no. to extend players. He's a he's a pure pocket passer. Yeah. And I think if they'd have had somebody a little bit more mobile, then they you might have done slightly better because they would have yeah. been able to extend the players. So I'm I'm still fifty fifty to whether it's it's improved his contract chances because like I said at the start I think paying quarterbacks that much money now where the cap's been reduced you, you kind of take it you're paying Peter to you know you're robbing Peter to pay Paul yeah yeah because somewhere in your roster you're going to be weakened because of that fact that you've had to pay your quarterback so much guaranteed money mm. um and and that's the decision teams are going to have to make these days. Yeah, yeah. I, f- I feel I feel tight. We're probably going to speak about a lot of quarterbacks in last year and this year. Going back to last year, come back at year, Alex Smith. Redskins get rid of Haskins due to problems, and being reported earlier this week that Washington are going to ditch Alex Smith as well in the off season. I think he yeah, is. They already have. Is he already yeah, gone already now? Yeah, 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 he's gone. yeah, yeah. Well, they can't they can't officially until I think it's the sixteenth of March yeah. when free agency opens. But he, they've they've. They actually said it, haven't they? Yeah, yeah. Because I know they, they, they re-signed Henke, didn't they, to a new deal? Heineke. Yeah. I don't like some mm. of these quarterback he, names because I can't pronounce them all. I, I think Heineke could be their starting quarterback this year. You know. Don't you think that the, the, that Washington never actually wanted Alex Smith back, and he took him a bit by surprise by uh, getting fit again, basically? I don't think they didn't want him back. I just don't think they ever expected. <laughs> Come back. I think there's a difference. Yeah, they've not planned for it, had they at all? They I didn't. just don't think they'd plan for it. Yeah. I, I think, think they don't plan for his, year, his career to be over. No, I think they've moved on, and I think this is why I think they potentially treated him a little bit shabbily towards the end. But, uh, my opinion. Essentially, but I, I, I genuinely don't think they thought he was going to come back because mm. all the specialists said that they he won't play again. Yeah. So I just think that they didn't think he was going to come back, so they had to move on. If you had to, yeah. if you had to pick the team who did better than expected last year, who would you pick? Tampa, Tampa Bay. Really though, they won a Super Bowl. No, but, no, but so, so, as soon as Tom Brady went there, you knew they weren't finishing bottom in that conference. No, yeah. Um... But there are a lot of questions about Tom Brady, even though he's like the greatest of all time, supposedly, and all that. There's still a lot of questions hanging over him being another. 
another team and being a system quarterback. So he had a lot of doubters and a lot of people to prove wrong. Yeah, but that that team was stacked. I'm sorry, the, but even under Winston, the team was stacked. You look at that defense. Yeah, it, it's unreal. And the fact that they had a good draft and they they got Winfield in, um, they got worse in. They got they added some really good pieces who have turned into properly good starters for them. Took gambles on I, some free agencies with Brown and yeah, Farnett. Yeah. And a lot at the start of the season, a lot of if you asked a lot of the pundits who their their tip was, it was Kansas City and Tampa in the yeah. in the Super Bowl. So for me, that's not a surprise. It's not. Um, I thought Dolphins' defense that was a surprise. I thought they turned out to be particularly good. Um, I think Tua needs to be given some weapons, and I think Dolphins could be um, a reasonable shout next year. Um, because they, they, I think they had the most interceptions in the NFL. So the defence really stepped up in comparison to what they've been like in previous years. Um, did, they obviously possibly, we, did they possibly rush Tour in a bit too quickly? Maybe kept Fitzpatrick, who was on a bit of a run, uh, giving Tour a bit more time to settle in? Because it did show when, when he first started. Yeah, it did. No, yeah, they don't do that anymore, though, do they? It's not like when Rodgers was behind Favre for a few years. They don't seem to do that these days with the quarterbacks. Um, and I don't know, I, I agree, Charles, I don't know whether that kind of ruins them before they actually get the ability to learn the position in, at, at that kind of elite level. Funnily enough, they did it with Mahomes, didn't they? He yeah, won't start first season. No. It came to, I think it was about week 11 he started, didn't he? About week 11, 12 yeah. he came in. Yeah. Yeah, but didn't they didn't they only start him because they'd already made the playoffs? Yeah. Smith yeah. had already got him to the playoffs. Yeah. yeah. They'd not lost a game or something. They're sort of like, oh, we're going to take no. pressure off Smith. But so, nobody, sees, nobody sees Fitzpatrick. He's slightly different. Everyone sees him as a journeyman. So he wasn't like the regular main starting quarterback. He was always there to be replaced. But I just think they just rushed it a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I, I think you're probably right. I think you're probably right. But then again, you're probably looking at some of the other rookie quarterbacks that came in and made instant impacts, you know, like Herbert. And I think, you know, if you're Dolphins, the sooner you can get your rookie in to start making that kind of impact, the better. So, you, you know, they've probably done a calculated gamble that he's going to make a similar impact. Yeah, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Exactly, yeah. Mm-hmm. Going on to probably the biggest drop-off in the season then. So did Pittsburgh have an easy fixture list or did they just fall off a cliff? I, I don't think they were that good. I mean, we played them when we were at our lowest. And I think we they beat us by three points. But I think they scored a field goal at the end to beat us. Looking and, to win that game. And, yeah. and it's, yeah, that was to me when I saw that. And I, I, started, I watched them a bit closer a few weeks after that and thought, yeah, they're not. And it, it's harsh to say that because they... They had a great first two thirds of the season, yeah. didn't they? But mm. they never looked, if, never looked dominate. I know a few Steelers fans are like, "Well, we beat we beat Baltimore, Tennessee within a couple of weeks, yeah. the, the playoff contenders." But Baltimore didn't have the best season because everyone's found Lamar Jackson out now. Tennessee had an off day in that game. Dallas got beat by the field goal. I think there's still questions about Jackson. I don't know whether they've found him out. I just think there's questions about him. For, with regards to the Steelers, for me, I think it fell apart for them because they came far too one-dimensional. And I know Steelers in, have always been a, a very pass-heavy team, but as soon as James Conner fell apart behind that O-line and they, they stopped the ability to be able to run, 
and he got injured. And then you're bringing in players like Samuels and then Benny Snell. They just they were at the level that Connor was at, and they became very one-dimensional with their offense. Which, when you're one-dimensional in in the NFL, it, you become easier to set your defense up. You can you can go cover, you can go man, you you can you know double team Juju. You could probably get Deontay Johnson probably covered up on the deeps, and it just kind of takes away some of the edge that they had. And a lot of a lot of the good teams, when they line up, you don't know whether it's a pass or a run. And that then obviously makes the defence second guess, which is where that builds in your, your opportunities. And for me, I think the Steelers just became a little bit one-dimensional with what they were trying to do on offence. Roethlberger's not about to change, is he? And he's, uh, I've, I've heard he's coming back next season just as well. Resigned, he's restructured he's his is, contract, but... hasn't he? Yeah, he is, but I think they need to get they need to get some form of run game going because you know the other Steelers teams and you know in 2019 and 2018 James Conner was a decent running back he was getting you know probably a thousand yard season yeah but this year he, he didn't do anything no and they've always had that's that effect, don't they with Bell before as well they always had the option of the run yeah but if you've got if you've got a run game you can control the clock. And I think Tom Brady showed that in the Super Bowl is that when he got himself the touchdown, he controlled the clock brilliantly. And that was by using, you know, Leonard Fournette, by using Roland Jones. And then because the defense is lined up thinking that they're going to run it, that opens up those kind of screen passes. It opens up some of the shorts, the slants, the post routes. And that's where a quarterback comes into his own then because he's making the defense always second guess what's going to happen. Whereas if you haven't got that run game or you haven't got a good run game, it, it just makes it a little bit easier for the defence to kind of work out what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, obviously, Houston just fell apart before the season even started last year because obviously they traded Hopkins right before it started. Issues with coach, being general manager and all fallout before it even started and it's not really got any better for them and it's going to continue to get worse, I can imagine, before next season starts. I wouldn't be surprised if, if it turns out that Bill O'Brien is on another team's payroll and he was sent in as a secret spy to completely dismantle the Texans. Because they have literally gone from being playoff Super Bowl contenders, yeah. playoff contenders, to being potentially bottom of that conference by the end of the next season. Yeah. We saw them twice, season yeah. before last. And they ripped apart the Patriots, didn't yeah. they, in yeah. one game? Yeah. Brady, Brady looked like an idiot. He looked, we actually thought after the, that game, he was gone. His legs had gone, everything's gone. Well, that was at the same time we were in America. So I watched that game. Yeah, I was, watched yeah. the game from yeah. New York on, in, in bars, and I was like, oh, dear, this is the end of the Pats, which were going down anyway. And I was like, this is yeah. the start of Houston. And then yeah. how it's just changed. After, just ask Ian how much he remembers about that game. <laughs> I remember everything about that game, mate. Okay, that's all right. We're moving on. Because <laughs> You're talking about the other Houston game. Oh. So obviously, you don't remember much about those games. <laughs> I, I, remember, I remember seeing Charles had the right T-shirt for one at games. He had two T-shirts. <laughs> that was, you, you know, we've got this thing where wherever we go to get a game, watch a game. Charles tries to get a shirt, so he'll get a T-shirt for one of the teams, cheapest as possible. So we got to this game, and he, he's, he's wearing a Patriots. T-shirt going to this game to Houston, so I'm like, such a mark. We get to about halfway through the third quarter. He taps me on the shoulder. I turned around, and he's got a Texans T-shirt on, <laughs> and he's had a T-shirt in his pocket, ready for whoever was winning. Oh, 
less said about that the better yeah. anyway have Houston gone from that sort of play to the team that nobody wants to play for yeah yeah, definitely. Uh, I, I, I don't know because I think there's going to be a lot of players out there, you know, rookies and people that don't make cap restrictions and stuff like that that want to play NFL ball and or people that have got a lot to prove. So, you know, I wouldn't say that nobody wants to play from because they are still an NFL franchise and it's still you know the pinnacle of 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 the you know American football. So I won't say nobody wants to play him, but it, it does take them out of kind of the elite talent group yeah. in free agency, doesn't it? But yeah, they're gonna get those that other teams don't want, aren't they basically? Unless they throw money at them. Yeah. Because they are gonna have the cap space. Yeah. So you know, if if you're talking a player that's let's say a middle of the road player that's maybe gonna sign for a team that's not going to challenge for the Super Bowl but it's gonna probably be an eight and eight team they could probably sign those players just by outbidding. Yeah. What yeah. we haven't talked about is what about Deshaun Watson? Is he's he going to end up there? Yeah, I... he's gone. Yeah. He's so gone. Definitely. He's not playing for him again. From what I've read, he's going to dig his heels in. Mm. Where's he going? Well, he's got a no-trade clause contract, so he basically gets to pick. So if a team comes in and the Texans accept it, he can basically turn around and say, oh, I don't want to play for them and stay at the Texans. Yeah, and so it's, it's the only sort of rule in it, a bit like where it's English transfers, where a player actually has a bit of power. But who, I mean, who who actually has the draft capital to, to make a play for him? What if um, what if Dallas don't sign Prescott? I don't and, think they've got the, I don't think they've got the draft capital. I think they have. I think they'll, um, well, I think he'll, he'll end up being franchise tagged again. Yeah, I think. They'll make it work, but I don't, I, I think he'll be on a tag, franchise tag. Totally Prescott. Yeah. No, sorry, I thought you meant if, if Prescott left, that Dallas would go after Watson. Yeah, no, no. I was talking about if, Pres- if Prescott, whether they sign Prescott or not, Dallas. Oh, I think they'll tag him again. Yeah. Because mm. I think it'll be cheaper than what he'll be asking for. Yeah. And I think they'll say you need to prove us that you can produce with your, with your leg. But is Dak even going to be back before September? Yeah, um, I'm not sure the exact details now, but they did seem to think he was going to be right, right the way through the season that he, he was going to be back for next season. But you never know with a leg break, do you? No, no. And how are they going to come back? No. So, I mean, I am starting. I am waiting for the what looks like it's going to be the bloody um, quarterback merry-go-round to start. Happens every year, though, doesn't it? Well, before we move on to next season, not many head coach sackings last year which is probably a first, but a lot of people are saying it is down to because no fans there, so there was no displeasure from any fans on a normal basis. But I think... Well, it was displeasure. Yeah, but it, it was... Yeah. yeah, but not... Think about Jason Garrett. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe not. Who? <laughs> <laughs> but because the fans obviously weren't there week in, week out, it wasn't seen as much. But I think... It was vocal, you mean. Yeah, I think Detroit got the wishes, though, in getting rid of Patricia. I think that was the most... Long-awaited sacking, I think. In apart from the Bill O'Brien one, can I just point? At, can I just come back to something that Ian just said about Jason Garrett? Bring back Jason Garrett. Does he want him back at uh, Dallas by any chance? With McCarthy forming, uh, like he's like he's doing. Things aren't that bad, although they're not <laughs> far off. Very, very disappointed with McCarthy at Dallas. I, I, I was, I was surprised if it might have been better. Yeah, I know he dropped off. He dropped off a bit at uh, the Packers and was probably well replaced. 
he had a season out, and I thought he'd, I thought he'd come back shining at Dallas. He, he cost us the game in week 17 when we could have got in the playoffs, and yeah. we'd have got slaughtered in the playoffs. But if he'd have thrown that flag, we'd have been in the playoffs, and he didn't. Did you want to get in the playoffs, though? Well, you, you always do, but I know what you mean. You also don't, do you, when you're that bad? Because you yeah. still have you still have that like little thing thinking maybe, maybe. Leash didn't throw the game. Leash didn't throw the game though, like Philly did against Washington. <laughs> yeah, but I I don't like wrong. Maybe you've all got McCarthy wrong, and he deliberately didn't throw that, yeah. and he's going to shine again next season. Yeah, but that with Philly, I don't blame him for doing that. Why? Why shouldn't they do it? As much as I don't like Philly, you know what I think of them. <laughs> why, what, why should they risk somebody getting a really bad injury that might have put them out mm. at the start of next season for a game that meant absolutely nothing to them? So, you know, when I'm saying actually Dallas would have got in the playoffs, obviously they wouldn't, would they? Because Philly did that. The Philly, Philly and Washington <laughs> game, yeah. I was actually quite surprised at how well um, Washington did in the playoffs, to be honest. Yeah. They played well. They played well. Especially with Heineke as well. That's, yeah. that's why I think he'll be starting QB there next year. They weren't bad at the back end of last season. You know, I, I thought they might make a decent account of themselves. Yeah, they were the best team in that division. Not bad. Not saying a lot though, is it? Though? <laughs> <laughs> One thing I will say is, everybody jumps on that division when it's having a bad season. I know, you know, I know what you're going to say. Be, I know what you're going to say. Should be allowed to have a take. How many times do you get that? And you all saw that in whatever groups you're in, you see that. And the fact is, the rules are the rules. And that team, that that division, all of them have won Super Bowls. You've got a division with the Colts in and the Jags. They've won two Super Bowls. All four teams have won two Super Bowls in their history, all together. Why should they get a team in the playoffs every year? Yeah, when it's the NFC East, everybody starts talking about it. It just annoys me. It's the way it is. It's because Dallas. Dallas are in there. I think that's why it gets it's, a lot more. It's, of... not, it's Dallas. Yeah. No, you, you've answered your own question. Is it's for that exact reason? Because as a Cowboys fan, it annoys you, and that's the only reason. <laughs> and and Eagles fans get equally annoyed about it. That's why it's been done. Because Eagles fan and Cowboys fans seem to be the easiest to wind up. So that's why it's that's why it's done. And the fact that you're still mourning about it now means it's obviously worked. <laughs> NFL news and rumours. Right. So, we'll now bridge from last season, going to this year. Obviously, league starts next week where they can start making artificial cuts and stuff. Bit of news coming out tonight. Seattle are going to listen to trade offers from Chicago, Las Vegas, New Orleans, Dallas for Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson had a very funny end to the season. That's all I'll uh, I'll say on that. And I think he'd be well. I think he's more than likely on his on his toes and out of there. He's out of Seattle. It's where he ends up. But I don't. Mm. I, I feel sorry for Russell Wilson because they don't ever seem to want to invest in an all line to protect him. No. no, it's been like it for years, hasn't it? It's been for running. years, <laughs> he's been running about basically trying to save his own ass, and he's just got fed up of it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. He's probably thinking, I'm getting older, I can't run around as much. I'd like yeah. to just, you know, better protection. Yeah, because his stats are there. He's one I, of the best. I, yeah, but out of that list of teams, I can't see... I mean, I can't, Cowboys, I don't think, have got the capital to get in. Saints have definitely got no cap room. So Saints must be out of the Saints, question. Yeah. Saints would have to cut their entire team to get in. <laughs> Bears, 
Bears is a, a possibility. They they have the ability to get him, and they've got the cap room. But Bears want Watson as well, so they can go for both. Well, they. I think the Bears are the most likely to sign one of them two. I think, um, which would make the North a little bit more interesting because Turbo Trubisky was quite entertaining. Um, you got Goff obviously gone to Detroit, down to Detroit yeah. now. Goff's going to get hammered left, right, and centre in Detroit. <laughs> yeah. Because um, I don't think he's as good as Stafford. And Stafford is quite elusive. I know he's not fast, but he's, an, he's a, quite an elusive quarterback. And I, I don't think Goff's got the experience yet. I think he could be in for a really rude shock when he gets to Detroit. Um, do, you remember, do you remember when they were on Hard Knocks as well? In Goff's first season? Yeah. And. It was apparent then that he wasn't the most intelligent of quarterbacks. Yeah. And he ended up with McVeigh coming in, and McVeigh had to simplify the playbook for Goff. Yeah. Well, he hadn't got McVeigh looking after him anymore either. Yeah. Yeah. To be honest, that's why that trade was, was so much in draft capital, because they were taking on just a ridiculous contract. Yeah. yeah. But he's also it, Goff's first just because of that contract. <laughs> Yeah. But Goff's gone back now, has gone from the laid back Californian approach to some very passionate Detroit fans who will be on his back from game one. Yeah. If he just see if he survives. And like Stuart said, he's gonna be in for some tasty derbies in the NFC North now. <laughs> yeah, I mean yeah, I'm not sure about Goff to be honest. But I mean back to back to Wilson and Watson. For me, Bears is the only team I can put my hand on think they they could get one of them too. They've got the they've got the probably they've got the cap space and they've probably got the draft capital to 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 get one of them. And I don't know which one they'll go for. I mean, who else was on that list, Richard? You said Wilson. Oh, Vegas. Yeah, but I see. I can't see what they would do with Derek Carr. They'd have to trade Derek Carr first. Yeah. And you aren't going to trade him and not get. I'll just say something about Derek Carr. Is it May- Mayock has um, has just given him a vote of confidence? Yeah, yeah, Mayock, yeah. Now, when managers give footballers in this country a vote of confidence, <laughs> it last much longer. It means they're out the door the next week. But in in this case, I think I think Carr is a good fit for um, Vegas. So I don't think I don't think that'll change this season. But Gruden I, I, may yeah. think differently because I don't think Gruden is that keen on Carr. Mario will be out of Vegas. Yeah, Mario will be out of there because yeah. he's got some. He's got some potential capital in in getting traded. For me, the way I look at it with a quarterback is if you're going to trade, if you're going to move from the current quarterback to your next quarterback, are you do are you doing a significant step up in standard for what you're going to give away? So moving from Carr to Watson or Wilson is is definitely a step up. But what they're going to have to pay for him. Is that step up worth what they're going to have to pay from him moving away from Carr, is my point. Because Carr is, is still a very serviceable quarterback. And they're probably going to have to give up at least two, th- two first, probably three, to get either of them two. Definitely Watson. I don't think you've seen the best from Carr yet. I think the team is still in a transitional phase. He had a better season last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think this coming season is the season to judge him on. Yeah, that's my, that, players are starting to get together. Yeah, that's my point. Do you give up on Carr and spend three first-round picks to go to Watson? Is it going to be that much of a step up? 
Car, you look back three years ago, Car could have taken the Raiders to the Super Bowl when he yeah, broke yeah. his leg right at the end of the season. They were yeah. looking the hottest team yeah. in the NFL. And it hadn't been for that broken, they then just went out straight away in the playoffs, didn't they? Oh, the back, he had, the he back, had that potential. The back quarterbacks were some of the worst I've seen at the Raiders. Mm. But when when they when they crashed out, yeah. But, I mean, uh, the other one is where do you, where do we think Sam Darnold's going? Because unless we think the Jets are going to trade out at number two, they're taking Fields, aren't they? No, I think they'll take Zach Wilson. Hello, Wilson. I think Fields will fall. I think he'll fall out of top five. I think the problem Sam Darnold's got is that because is is he the problem behind the Jets or is he propping up the Jets and if he's propping them up it's worth it's worth them sticking with him and using their second pick to draft someone someone else in another department um, I mean I, I don't I, I'm with you Charles I don't think Sam Darnold has been given a fair crack of the whip to be honest no. I, I don't think he's had a particularly um, good O-line and I don't think he's had any weapons in with regards to his wide receivers he's not had any kind of running game so he's effectively been it for for the Jets, which I think to bail on him now is a bit is a bit harsh. I think he's still got a lot to offer for a team. Yeah. yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised if that means that the Jets trade out of number two. Mm-hmm. You know, and you could see you could see a team like the Bears trading up to number two if they don't get Wilson or Watson. Yeah, yeah. look what happened last time they traded up. <laughs> uh, yeah, they passed on Mahomes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I, I the reason I think Fields will fall is not because I think he's got a lot of potential, but I think a lot of a lot of teams will, will want a quarterback for now, and I think Fields needs probably he needs a couple of years because I don't think he looks after the ball as well as Lawrence and Wilson. He's got a lot more turnovers. He's a lot more, uh, let's say, loosey goosey with his passing. And I think he just needs to tie that up. But he's got all the the athleticism and the raw mechanics to be a really good quarterback. But I don't think he's quite as NFL ready as the other ones, and that's purely based on his turnovers. We, we are guessing to say Jags aren't going to mess it up, and they are going to go Lawrence, aren't they? They aren't going to do Jack, Jacksonville special and pick someone else. I don't know. I saw an ESPN report today. I didn't fall into number two, and Jags took Wilson. I think the danger with the Jags is, as, as I understand it, they've got a lot of money, a lot of cap space, and they'll be like a kid, kids in the sweet shop. But they, 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 they did this three years ago. They went and got everybody. Say, they lost at Pats in, champ, in AFC game, yeah. and then then one by one they all left because they ran out of yeah, money. Yeah, they spent three years, haven't they, building up that good young team, yeah. got to the championship, and just made a mess They of should it. have won that championship game as well. Yeah. Yeah, they yeah, should. Where they went wrong was they had Blake Bortles at quarterback. He's a highly commodable fantasy player, Stuart, I'll let you know. He isn't. In that game against the Pats, he ran more than he passed. He ran for more yards than he passed for. But, yeah, the, the Jags will make a mess of it again. But they're doing the exact same thing. Charles, like I said, they've got loads of money, but they were in this situation four years ago. Yeah, brought Clays yeah. Campbell in from Arizona, brought all the others in. He had Fournette. They couldn't do anything with Fournette, could they? And look at him in the Super Bowl. But yeah, and not just at Super Bowl. As soon as, soon as he no. turned up at Tampa, he was like, yeah, bang. particularly the playoffs, though. Yeah. Well, let's be positive about him and say you live and learn. You know, they messed up last time. They'll get it right this time. Mm-hmm. I don't think they'll skip on Trevor Lawrence. He's he's probably the best. Well, he is the best quarterback in that in that group. Yeah. Uh, 
JJ Watt wanted to go to a championship winning team. He's from Wisconsin, so everyone's like, he's going to Green Bay. He was pictured in a gym with loads of Green Bay stuff. Ends up at Arizona. With Chandler Jones, you got DeAndre Hopkins. Can't I read an article that said that JJ Watt had gone to considerable lengths to disguise where he was going, even to the point where he'd been buying tops from various uh, <laughs> other teams, using someone else, not using someone else's credit card because that would be wrong, uh, but someone else buying them for him so they didn't see the name on it, so there was no leaks or anything, um, and suddenly ends up at the Cardinals. There's a lot of that. I, I, for me, this is a lot of disrespect to the Cardinals because I, yeah, I, 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 I think I don't. I think they've got a very, very good team. Yeah. More than eight and eight and last year, weren't they? Yeah. 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 Just missed out, didn't they, on the playoffs? Yeah. It was on. In fact, one's got the same record as the Bears. Weren't they both eight and eight? And uh, didn't Bears get it on? Was it some yeah. minute it went? One. Yeah, one of the tiebreakers. Yeah. I don't but know they are, they have a very young team though. Yeah, I think there's a few areas they need to strengthen. I think, obviously, if Pat P does go into free agency, then obviously they're going to need to strengthen that secondary. And again, I think I don't think um, Kenyon Drake and Chase Edmonds are going to be enough, you know, in the backfield for them. Um, but I think with regards to the wide receivers, I think Christian Kirk's a good wide receiver, um, and obviously they've got Diop. I, I, I think they're, they're, they're pretty set to be honest. I, We've got a good team. 49ers dropped off off last year. (laughs) Russell Wilson leaves Seattle. Rams are in rebuild, it seems. Arizona effectively could be the best team in that division. Yeah, I think it's that season. Cardinals have a good year. I don't know if Rams are in rebuild. I think Rams are still win now. I think, yeah, I think Rams with Stafford, it's very much win now for them. I think think they're more likely to win with Stafford than they were with Goff. And if they can get to the playoffs with Goff, I think they could Stafford go all the way. Yeah, they could go. Yeah, a lot of way. But yeah. I, I agree with you, Richard. I, I think um, Cardinals are, have got a good enough team to really challenge in, in that division. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm still, I've still got some questions over Jimmy G, to be honest. And I think so, 49ers. Yeah. But if they get all their roster healthy again, that's going to be that's going to be a division to watch. It's really going to be a well. That was 49ers' biggest problem, wasn't it? I think they lost like seven starters in the first three weeks at season. You can't replace that. Yeah. They didn't have any wide receivers at one point, did they? Or they didn't have any 100% no. fit wide receivers? Or when one came back, another one went out. I think when Debo yeah, came back, they lost someone else. And I think towards the end, weren't they using the running back from the practice squad? They brought the running back. They signed um, the quarterback who no one wanted from the draft. Was it Cardinals? Whenever he went to Tampa and they picked him off the practice squad at end. Rosen. He ended up at 49ers by end of the season, but never played. Yeah. Don't you, think, don't you think Watson or Wilson could end up at 49ers? Or is that not a. a, a... No, no well, what Wilson said, if there's only four teams he'll go to, aren't there? Yeah. <clears throat> Wilson's. Them, the four teams I've mentioned, they're the only ones he'll play for. Yeah. 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 The... And Watson, Watson's going to pick, isn't he? Yeah. Watson, like we said, but... Watson's going to pick because of that. No trade clause. But I think we, we, were, discuss... I mean, we were discussing it before with Luke, obviously, the massive 49ers. But I don't think 49ers are one of these teams that just got, they've got no money. And they haven't got the draft capital because mm. they've used it in previous yeah. years. But they need yeah. it back. There was some rumours kicking about that there were going to be a, there was going to be a round robin trade between 49ers, um, Houston, and Vikings, but I can't see that happening either. And it was I can't remember what it was. So we traded Kirk Cousins 
to... Did he end up at 49ers? Yeah, we traded Cousins to 49ers. The 49ers traded Jimmy G to Houston. And then we sent a fir- two firsts, a third, and a player to the Houston Texans for Watson. That was the rumour, but I, I can't. I just can't see it. I can't see it. No, well, I know triangular trades are very popular in NBA, but they don't really happen. In, it's very rare. In NFL, it's normally team and team. They don't like to let others get involved. Mm. I can't think of any. I can't I've, think of any that no. come up in recent years. What about Cousins going back to California then? Yeah, keep him where he is. Doing a good job there. <laughs> I just... Uh, <laughs> As, as as funny as it sounds, Charles, I, I think his contract. I think that's what's stopping him being traded. Yeah. I think the Vikings have backed themselves into a corner, and and I think he's got something like twenty two million dead cap for this year. So we we can't do anything with him either. So we're we've effectively got to roll with him for the next two years. One interesting one is reading today. We're looking. At, we're looking. At probably going to be trading Gilmore away. Just because it's, they're not going to ask to resign him. He was linked with Packers today, but what it'll cost, and if teams are, this is back to Stewart's argument: our teams, our teams with the COVID restrictions and the money drop, are teams willing to pay for these players? They might have done. How old is he? How, how old is he? He's not, not old. He's an older cornerback from obviously rookies, but he's not. The quality's still there, but it depends what teams. Goals are that they want to get a young one in who they can have five, yeah. six years with. I worry about Pat, uh, I worry about Pats really because you're losing Tooney as well, aren't you? So yeah. we're losing everyone. It's unless you fran- unless you franchise tag him again, which I can't see. Well, it's either we, we either franchise tag him or we pay Andrews. But I was reading today that they could get a deal with Fernie. But there's too many. It's James White's going. There's so many potential. All the opt outs are coming back. Hightower, Chung. So that'll help, but we got money to spend. We've got we've got we're with second highest behind Jags with cap, cap space. Can we borrow some? <laughs> no, I think we need it. Cause we've got to get unless we're going to bring back crazy Cam Newton for another twelve months. I think Kyle Rudolph's going to end up at Patriots as well. To be honest, well, we were being linked with Hunter Henry as well, but we need someone. To, I, but we need someone to throw the ball. I still think Cam Newton. Has, has got potential. I just need. He's just not got his eye on the ball. He's got too much going off outside of the game. And I think got... you've been drinking, Charles. <laughs> no, I just think. I just think he's he's better. I he's... think your hair's been pulled back too tight. It's affecting your brain. <laughs> and I think. Good job. We're not on video. Um, and I think you know if if you just concentrate on less on what he looked like, and concentrate more on the game, I think you've still all, got a decent. All, all like you know, all, all, know. All, all or nothing on Carolina Panthers when he sat dancing around to be Beyonce. Yeah, he's lost his he's lost his way, and it can be it can be with the right management. He can he could he, he, had, he, had, been, he had Belichick he had Belichick oh, yeah. that's got to be the right management. He right? hasn't if been, anybody's going to turn well, him around. He hasn't well, been sorry, the sorry, Charles. It's right management. Sorry, it's the right management for the right management. I don't. I don't agree with you. The reason why Cam Newton was so good was because he had the legs, the legs and the physicality to be able to run the ball. And what came with that was his receivers used to get open because of that kind of uncertainty that he, whether he's going to run it or not. 
now that he's stopped running, he has to sit there and pass it. He has not got the intelligence to read the defence and he's not going through his reads quick enough to move from his read one to his read two to his read three to pick out which is the best one. And he basically goes to read one, it's not there, and he's, then he starts to panic and then he gets sacked or he fumbles around. And that's what he is at the minute. I know I'm going against popular opinion with that, but I just think I just think it's a concentration level, and he's got to learn to love himself a little bit less, and maybe love his team. And I think I think he's still got mileage in him. But yeah, again, we'll you know we'll see. I think his injury. I think his injuries have, have crippled him. Has Cam Newton ever recovered from the stellar season when he's got got the Panthers Super Bowl Fifty and at Broncos time apart in the first half? Where he didn't want to drop on that ball. Yeah, he hasn't re- <laughs> recovered because he's still he's still trying to recover that fumble, yeah. isn't he? Yeah, but he hasn't been the same player because obviously he he's had all them injuries since then. Yeah, yeah, I think it's his injuries that have done for him. He's not he's not anywhere near he was. And this is my worry for someone like um, Lamar Jackson is how how short lived is his career going to be if he isn't a, if he's going to be running around. Yeah. You know, the longevity of running quarterbacks is pretty short. Which is a shame if it is for Jackson, because I think Jackson's fun to watch. I do like watching oh, the Ravens with him. I, I, I think he's fun to watch because it's almost like playing TIG in the playground. Yeah. Nobody yeah. can get anywhere near but, him. But, I know we haven't... For me, sorry, Stu. But for me, is is that what you want from a quarterback? Could you get not, that... Same, same not your own quarterback, you don't. But it's <laughs> other teams, it's fine. But, yeah. but if you were like Marquise Brown, it's like, oh, do you want to throw a ball? I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> if you're well, a Baltimore receiver. The, the wide receiver group in Baltimore have had the lowest receiving yards for the last two years. Out of the NFL, out of all 32 teams, they've had the lowest receiving yards. His tight end get, if, yeah, his tight end gets fed a lot, but his oh, actual yeah, does, receiving yeah. group... His actual receiving core, you know, Brown, Sneed, um, Boykin. Des. 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 They, 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 I think they've got the lowest. I'm, I think I'm right in saying that. For the last two seasons, they've had the lowest in the NFL. But that doesn't mean he's not making people sit up and take notice. And he, has, he is changing things, even if he's a bit Oh, too... yeah. It's, I think I'd, I agree with you. He's got, he's got questions to answer, I think. That's the yeah, thing. But, Hopefully just, he can step up. Yeah. This is what I, game a bit. Yeah, yeah, I, I this, like him. This is what I was saying at the start, where stats can actually cloud your judgment about somebody. Because if you look at his stats, he's probably got reasonable passing stats. Probably most of them are to tight ends, and he's got obviously phenomenal rushing stats. Um, but actually, when you break it down, his passing stats to wide receivers on the outside, maybe some of those threading the eye of a needle passes. How many of them does he do? That's where you've kind of got to look into the detail a little bit more, and that for me is where he's still got questions to answer. Mm. Mm, definitely, we haven't touched on it yet, Ian. I know probably he'll have an opinion on this. Carson Wentz to Colts. What happened in Philly? <laughs> where did it go wrong? What happened? He's always, he's always been rubbish. He's, he's never been. He's never been very good, has he? <laughs> He's, ne- he's, he's, he's never. He he's, he, he's not played a full season yet either, has he? He gets to December don't. and gets injured. Yeah. No, I don't think so. It's. He, he did have that. The season where he got injured, where Foles came in. Were, but I mean, that Eagles team was a good, was a really good team. I'm not going to say a great team, but um, <laughs> it was a good team. It was a good team. It was a good team. It was a fairly good team. He was on path for an MVP as well. But I yeah. quite like it because I think the Colts' all line will be able to protect him and 
they've got a reasonably well they've got a very good defense of the Colts so I think it just the Colts is probably the best fit for him if he is going to do something yeah he's got last chance again he's got to prove it yeah he's got to prove himself now hasn't he this season coming is it this is it yeah I think think he's a step up on Rivers though Rivers did a good job but because he had the protection yeah, he's too busy worrying about getting somebody pregnant, isn't he, than playing blue football. Um, what, what do Atlanta move on from Matt Ryan this year? Um, or do Atlanta just need to learn how to keep a lead? Ooh, says a Pat's fan. Yeah, to, to be honest, I don't think the Falcons' offense is the issue. I think it's the defence. They could probably do with some help on the O-line, but I think it's the secondary. They got torched by everybody, literally everybody. And I don't think the linebackers were much help because they were getting run all over as well. It's the defence that needs addressing. I don't think Matt Ryan's the issue. But there's got to be something wrong with the coaching as well. When when they're yeah. throwing leads like they did, I mean, was it not four weeks? One score leads. You're talking three and four score leads. But they're giving away week in, week out. You can't do that. Yeah, no, 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 I, I agree, I agree. Yeah. Um, but they, 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 what, they got rid of him in uh, what was his name? Was it Dan Quinn? Dan Quinn, yeah. Mm. They go week. They got, they got. He went, he went something like week seven or eight, and they got actually they got better after that. So yeah. I, I don't know. I, for me, the Falcons picking the draft is the one that I'm most interested in because they're in that kind of. Otherwise, they got number six. Yeah, six they've got seven. like if if someone drops out of top five, they're there to yeah, pick they, pounce. They've got the potential. Like if if Wilson or um, Fields drops out of the fact, top five, or even someone like Penny Soul, if they drop out of that top five bracket, they're kind of in prime real estate for somebody to trade up or for them to get you know best best player available BPA. So I, I, that's for me is an interesting slot that they've got because I don't know where they'll go. Because to Richard's point, they could if if Wilson or Fields drops out of that top five, they could pick a quarterback, sit them behind Matt Ryan for a year or potentially two years to see out Ryan's contract, and then give that quarterback the best possible chance to come in. Hmm. Or they could go um, defense. If they're, they're, if they're happy with Ryan, you'd go D, wouldn't you? You'd try and improve that defense. If you're going to persist with Ryan. Yeah. And quarterback it in 2022. You've how got... old? How old is Ryan? 31. Five. Yeah. Is he that old? 35. 34, 35. Yeah. I'd say. Yeah. 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 I mean, my my gut feeling is they'll probably go with Caleb Farley or maybe is it Satan? Those are the two top cornerbacks in the draft. So they, that's where I think they should go. But then again, they need safety because Keanu Neal's on going on free agency, isn't he? So. They've got a, a need at safety, and he's probably one of their better players in the secondary. So I, I don't, I, I generally don't know what the Falcons are going to do. Though. I think they've got a, few, a fair few needs that they need to address. But for me, they they could easily, if they want to roll with Ryan, they could easily draft out of that slot, get some draft capital to actually fill those gaps in the later rounds. Mm. Do you know what I mean? If you, if a team really wants a quarterback, so like we were saying, if the Bears think, oh, we can come up and we can get Fields or we can get Wilson, and they're giving away a, maybe a first, a second, and a third, then actually that's, that might make more sense for the Falcons to get some draft capital to maybe plug some of the gaps that they need. Well, that was one of the things that 
because parts of we're on about maybe trading up and we're going to use Gilmore as an asset and a couple more because we, we've got draft capital but we need more than that so they were thinking they were saying Gilmore might get used but then someone put we've just got we've just got rid of Pats with everything who's actually going to help Pats move up in draft to get better what number have you got? 15 yeah see I think Vikings will trade down yeah, I, I, really I think we'll trade up, but I don't know how high we'll go. Yeah, I think it depends on who go, who takes what where. You know, there's rumours that Mac Jones might get taken in the top 10 now as well. So that's potentially four quarterbacks in that top 10 that could get taken, which means that you've got kind of those top, top two cornerbacks that could drop. You've got, um, is it Darasaw, the DT? I think he's the best DT in the class, so he could drop. You've got Penny Sewell, who's apparently a generational talent at tackle that might drop. So it's it's where these all drop to, to then what teams want to mm. come up. It, it, I think it's going to be an interesting one. And because there's no um, combines, every team is going to be scouting players completely differently. So you might even see some proper random picks going on. And don't forget, when you're saying generational talent, it's potentially, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's so, I mean, you look at one thing I was looking at was the Rams, and they were talking about um, with this trade getting Stafford. They haven't had a first round draft pick since that quarterback they just traded. And they haven't the got one That's for a few years they, now. No, they haven't. They just trade them out. They don't use first round draft picks at all. And they've still built a decent team, haven't they, over the last few years? Yeah, yeah. More oh, yeah. than a decent team. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, more, I, I, more than the draft to actually build your team. That's what I'm saying. No. It is, I mean, Vikings do something similar. We kind of accumulate later round picks, like rounds five, six, and seven. We seem to accumulate. Like I think last year we had something like seven, seven rounders. Yeah, because you know some of them are going to come on, aren't they? So, yeah, because you know some of them. Yeah. yeah. And you've yeah. We've got to remember as well, it's the biggest free agency ever, and free agency happens before the draft. So it, that that yeah. can change teams' outcome come draft. If Pats yeah. get a quarterback, they're not trading up, or if someone else yeah. picks someone up, if it top 10 team gets a quarterback outside of Jacksonville and Jets they might trade down if they don't need, if they wanted a quarterback but they might secure one like Chicago yeah yeah. yeah but if Chicago get a quarterback that they want then it means that they might not be trading up to two which means it forces um, Jets into making a decision yeah. do they need a quarterback or do they don't need a quarterback they're going to go with Darnold that, that, yeah are they going to go with Darnold which means that Wilson could fall Fields could fall all free agency for me is going to kind of set the tone for who's going to take what in the draft because you know there was rumours that the Vikings were going to look at taking an edge, but we've just got we've just signed. Well, it looks like Weatherly's coming back in free agency now, and obviously Hunter's going to be back. So does that mean that our edge requirement in the draft is now maybe a later round pick rather than our first round pick? Yeah. So I don't know. It's, it's an interesting one. Yeah. I mean, we've been linked with uh, Short as well from Panthers, who's a nose tackle, and that was one of the players that was listed on our on our draft need as well. So again. That means that we could just be lining up to take best player available in the draft or trade down. Possible. I think it'd be interesting. I think next it really few, would be interesting. the next month is going to be really interesting. With free agents and end of April into Cleveland for draft, and then you never know. Green Bay might. Well, what upset? Can't upset Aaron Rodgers this year because they drafted quarterback last year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I don't think they'll take a, I don't think they'll take a, uh, a wide receiver. No upset. That's interesting because um, most of the Packers running running backs are up on free agency as well, aren't they? 
Joe Aaron Jones is up. Free agent. Yeah, he's a free agent. Yeah, back up, the backup to Jones is a free agent in running game. So, yeah. uh, 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 Williams. Williams. Yeah, Williams. So it's interesting because, and like I said, all these teams, they're having to restructure Big Ben's restructured, Drew Brees is restructured because these teams have got no money. <laughs> Come on, Kirk Cousins. Restructure that contract. Do us all a favour. Come on. He's not going to restructure, is he? Because he knows when he's on a money spinner. He's never going to get another good contract. But he he, he said... You say that, Ian. You say that, Ian. But I think you potentially could restructure and he could take it as a bonus rather than um, salary, which reduces his salary cap hit. He still gets paid the same money. In fact, he he gets it up front. But we have less cap hit, therefore we've got more money to spend in free agency. So the restructures aren't necessarily about taking less no, money. No, no, Dallas have been doing that for years and years. Brady did it for nearly that's 20 years. Yeah, that's why people say cap's a myth, because you know players will just get signing bonuses for yeah. 20 million and get paid 5 million salary. Yeah. Yeah. Brady did it for years, kept restructuring his deal so they could get other players, yeah. but he made it back in bonuses and paid bonuses for winning Super Bowls and stuff, so... Yeah, and they'll do. They reckon he'll do that at Tampa at the end of next season because they'll stay on in Tampa. If he wants to carry on playing, they'll restructure it. So, well, it's been an interesting show, and I'm sure Ian, we're going to end with your interesting stat. Yeah, I know you're going to blow us all away with this. Oh no, you've built it up too much now. It's not that interesting. I'll, I'll have to come up with a better one for next week. But remember, we've got Jeff on next week, so you'll have to have uh, some on your air game for that one. Jeff O. <laughs> <laughs> be careful. Is that the dude from Soccer Saturday? <laughs> Unbelievable. Like <laughs> yeah, he was good in Coronation Street. He really was. Yeah, yeah it was. <laughs> Jay Cutler is the only first round draft pick by the Broncos ever to make a Pro Bowl. I just read that this morning. I just thought that was Jay quite a good Cutler. fact. Jay Cutler. Yeah, Jay Cutler. He's the worst quarterback Stuart's ever seen play. A game of football, <laughs> and he's a posing. No, he's no. a posing player that day. Was Ryan Fitzpatrick? No. no, no, no. What? And this isn't the guy's fault. The Steelers guy this year, when they didn't have a quarterback, and that they, they got oh. that wide receiver off the streets. <laughs> what was he called? That one Steelers, was it? Um, no, it that one Steelers. Was it? It was Denver because Denver had all the COVID, didn't they? Denver. Yes, sorry, it was Denver. Yeah. yeah. He, he played two games. He played two games at high school at quarterback, so he was drafted in. <laughs> I can remember ringing Charles and says, "Have you got the Denver game on his line now?" Says, "Seriously, put it on." The first time they got past his O line, he literally just ran off. <laughs> Not trying to yeah. hold him, he's just running. I think. I think I looked at the stats at the end of the game, and I think he had one pass completion. Was it for eight that? yards? Yeah, it was still yeah. like eight yards. Yeah. yeah, can you imagine the wide receiver group in that in the team meeting? Oh, lads, Steve's quarterback this week. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well just stay. Oh, we're going to Bender on Saturday night. It's definitely interesting. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah. no, that... Just on one one last thing, we are looking to go to America next year. Me and Charlie, or this year, should say now. So, hopefully, we can do um, we can maybe do podcasts while we're in America. Because we did miss that last year. To be honest, I've, I've, I've always thought that Charles could do better than you. I don't know why he stays with you. 
<laughs> he can't get anybody else to go to America with him. That's what it is. I've got no friends. That's a problem. <laughs> I've got as many friends as are going to be listening to this podcast. <laughs> you have little fear. Well, just, us, just, just us four, then. <laughs> I'm not listening to it. It's been crap. <laughs> they said, Why don't I listen to it? I was on it. Yeah. They, said I have, they said I have to beep you out this time, Ian. Not yet. I'll give it a couple of episodes. Yeah, I thought I'd, I'd bed it in first before uh, you beat me out. But no. <laughs> Pleasure as always, guys, and that's it. I've got Jeff on next week, so that'll be interesting. Join us from Hawaii. Yeah. So very nice. Yeah. So we're not going to see him. Well, we're not travelling out, no. I ain't had my jab yet, so I'm not going nowhere. Only because the borders are closed. Otherwise, I'm sure on our budget we'd be. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, is that is, is Richard paying for that? Money <laughs> no. bags to his friends. I, I'm, I'm down for going on company expenses. Company expenses. Yeah. First class. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if it, um... that's the only we agreed to appear on this, isn't it? Because Richard's paying for it all. Yes, yeah, I'm, I'm actually getting paid per episode. I don't know about you two. <laughs> no, he said what he was doing is he restructured the deal with us, and uh, he's paying for us to go out to America for three weeks. Like yeah, he's restructured it so you're getting nothing yeah. up front. <laughs> All I was saying is we're getting nothing up front. Ian, and then later on we'll be getting a zero bonus as well. Just <laughs> ne- next time when you, when you do go out, if you arrange any interviews, don't lose the second half of the interview. Can I say that wasn't me? <laughs> that was the idiot that I go with. No, that wasn't. That wasn't actually. That, that's still up for debate because I think <laughs> might be the person who helped us with it. Who was that? Dick Bob. Oh. Can't they, Dick Bob? Yeah. <laughs> that, There's a story behind that for another day. That will always remain a mystery. It wasn't yes. just Dick Bob. There was Dick Bob too as well. Dick Bob. Yeah. But he, he so, wasn't there at the was that, uh, interview. Was that not a video game? Or that was Dick Doug, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. I Bob for that. I've, still got, I've actually got the hat that he gave us um, behind the bench. It was one of these... Um, I don't know if he told you, he'd give us two officials hats that he'd worn in games. Probably a bit dusty. Yeah. yeah, mine was. I've just moved, so I cleaned it. Yeah, you can't see can't it. Can't see it, Charles. Like... <laughs> yeah, too far, too far, too uh, small oh, for mine. No. It's probably the mum. It's probably the mum bun that's Stu- doing it. Um, <laughs> just put it back flat, Charles, on your head. Oh, it's the home pride guy. Off Jarrah sauce. Yeah, he should leave it on because it's taken the glare off his forehead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm setting my lighting for next time. <laughs> With all the money I'm getting from Richard, I'll be able to get a proper lighting set up in. Yeah, you should probably get some makeup on as well. <laughs> yeah, cut, your hair. cut your hair as well. <laughs> what hair? Anyway, guys, thanks for your time as always, and we'll everyone to tune in next week. Cheers, lads. Good to speak I to you. I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> after week one. And cut. Network. 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.